Hi and welcome to The Financial Fox, Finance, Investment and Crypto with a Twist. I'm your host, Steffi B. I'm the founder of Communication Consultancy, Cassiope Services, and every week I bring to you my favorite conversation with investment experts, market disruptors, mover and shakers, and the coolest project in crypto. Regulation has been a hot topic in crypto because it's the key to mainstream adoption. If you have a crypto business or you are thinking about starting one, then uh, one of the biggest questions is where should I go, where I should uh, incorporate my company, which is the most friendly jurisdiction with the cleanest legal framework. Today on the show to discuss regulation in Switzerland, I have Jörg Baltensberg, regulatory consultant and member of the AML Working Group Crypto Valley Association, but also managing director of JB, a boutique firm specializing in compliance, regulatory and risk management in the DLT and fintech field. But before we go into the interview, remember that all the content here is for informational purposes only and we don't give any financial advice. So before making an investment decision, you should do your own research and take responsibility for anything that you do. This episode is brought to you by CoinPass, the fast, secure and compliant crypto trading platform for investors, traders and businesses in the UK. They have a very attractive referral program where you can earn up 20% commission. So use the link in the description to open your account and start trading today. Hi, York. How are you? Hello, Steffi. Good to be here. Yeah, it's great to have you on the show so we can talk um, about some of um, the challenge that crypto is having, but also, you know, some uh, positive outcome, uh, especially uh, mm-hmm. looking at Switzerland, which uh, is considered one of uh, the most friendly places to start a crypto business. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Let's do that. Okay. So maybe to start, do you want to tell me a little bit about yourself? So then we can, uh, we can see what you do. We can see who you're working with. I know also you are a member of the Crypto Valley, which is a big organization in Switzerland. And then we can explore a little bit more, you know, how Switzerland is approaching crypto. Excellent. Thanks, Steffi. Um, yes, my background is I'm a Swiss lawyer as well as a risk manager. And uh, I founded JB a little bit more than four and a half years ago, um, because of, before that I was working in private banking, compliance, different positions, as well as, as uh, had risk legal on compliance of a Swiss private bank, moved on to consultancy. And I learned a lot during my career about different fee models. I really uh, actually didn't really enjoy working with external consultants. Um, because I always get the impression that they uh, make things way bigger than they really are in order to be able to charge more more hours. And that was the initial idea of, of founding JB back then. It was had no relation to crypto or fintech. I just wanted to have a different kind of model how to do consulting. JB started and the first client was Falcon Private Bank, where I overtook the role as head compliance at interim to help out in a difficult situation of the bank. But at the same time, they built up their crypto business. Um, so I was the 
one of the first one at the Swiss bank level who then designed the onboarding process for clients from the crypto space. And this was back in 2017 and uh, my start actually in the crypto business. From then on, JB developed in that direction. Today, we're servicing about up to 40 different clients, uh, financial intermediaries located in Switzerland that are active in the crypto space and about five clients that with a fintech license or on the way to get a fintech license already also got the chance to build up the compliance department of Signum, the first crypto bank of the world. We set up uh, educational, uh, educational studies in this area. Um, so there's a lot going on in Switzerland in the crypto space that we were able to to support. Fantastic. That sounds great. So um, just uh, tell me why Switzerland? I mean, at the moment we are seeing actually Dubai is quite hot. You know, Binance mm -hmm. is getting mm -hmm. incorporated there. You know, it's kind of like uh, there are these jurisdictions. They become really popular to crypto. But Switzerland has been here since the beginning. So I want to understand uh, um, you know, what are the pillars, what are the fundamentals that make you say Switzerland is really uh, the place mm -hmm. that businesses should look at? Yes, indeed. You described it very, very nicely. There are a lot of hotspots showing up, but disappearing like pop-up countries, I would say. And uh, Switzerland actually started initially here in the in with the crypto uh, development uh, i'm actually living in zug in the crypto valley so a few hundred meters from my home there is the location of the ethereum foundation that came to switzerland uh, 2013 actually wow. and these guys were here i just got the story from a corporation partner who explained uh, how it was back then when they've been in an airbnb here there's also a book about it i don't want to um, uh, talk too much about it, but uh, this is how it actually started together with Bitcoin Swiss. And the government was very open for this development here in Zug in the Crypto Valley, which helped a lot, of course, tax wise, because the taxes are very low uh, here, but also from support wise. So I was recently at the commercial register of Zug, and there's written you are also able to pay in uh, Bitcoin if you want. So uh, this is this is the ecosystem here that developed quite heavily. Uh, Cardano Foundation is here. We have a with Seba. We have a crypto bank here. Bitcoin Swiss is here. Tezos Foundation is here. There's a lot of people were attracted, uh, maybe initially by Bitcoin Swiss and and the Ethereum Foundation to come to Zug, which is by the way a very very um, beautiful city, and it is the advantage here is. I would say authorities, taxes, ecosystem, and uh, also the regulatory requirements in, in Switzerland in, in general, which is technology neutral and not case law based. So <laughs> I talked once to, to a guy from Israel and asked him, why don't you do crypto business in Israel? And said, well, we're case law driven jurisdiction. So sometimes someone shows up and says, oh, crypto is like a case in the 70s that we did something else. And another one shows up and says, no, no, it's like a case that was in the 60s and do these analogies. And this is not taking place here in Switzerland. So that helps us very much. And of course, the political will um, combined with Switzerland as a very innovative country um, to develop this, this business, this whole package and combination is a 
is a very great platform for the, the development in. Let's focus for a second on crypto tax, because this is something mm -hmm. that uh, in other uh, places, uh, I mean, in the US, in the UK, every, everybody is talking about how the government should go after crypto tax, where you put it as one of the point where the, um, the uh, Switzerland is actually very clear on. So tell me a little mm -hmm. bit more. Well, I'm not a tax expert, sure. so it's a little bit less about uh, how to tax crypto if you have crypto in your portfolio. According to my knowledge, uh, it's just an asset clause that you need to then declare. Um, but it's more about the company taxes here that may make Tsugas a very interesting place to build up your, your crypto business. Um, and of course, you want to create revenue, you want to create profit, and the profit has to be taxed. Uh, the tax as I said, I'm not a tax expert. I think you have a, a tax on company uh, profit of about 10% or something like this. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm not sure. And for foundation, definitely it is uh, different. Okay. So uh, let's move on. Um, if you are a crypto business and you are considering uh, um, a place, mm -hmm. a country where you want to set up your organization, um, how that works in Switzerland. So what kind of steps you need to do in order to get there and being able actually to start your business um, there? Okay. Uh, let's assume you want to be a financial intermediary. Of course, if you have another business case, such as you just want to build up an IT tool that you're not classified as a financial intermediary, it's, it's a different story. Um, but if you want to play a role in the financial market and be a financial intermediary registered in license in Switzerland, you have a few, a few options. Um, the first one is, first of all, you need to find a company here in Switzerland that is super easy, doesn't take long, doesn't cost a lot of money. You need one director that is domiciled in Switzerland. Um, there's a lot of people here that are offering this, uh, this service. So it's a very established business as well as uh, domicile and accounting services. And then you can apply with a so-called self-regulatory organization. There is one in Zug that serves a lot of uh, uh, companies, financial intermediaries from, from the crypto space. Um, it's called BQF. And uh, with this membership, you can, you can uh, offer quite a range of services, such as a crypto exchange, for instance, uh, fiat against crypto, crypto against crypto. And um, you can also for instance, become a debt collector or different kind of, of, of services. You will not be able to accept deposits from the public. Okay, because that's a uh, B2C business where you, you were saying um, for a B2B is okay, for a B2C becomes a bit more complicated. No, it's less driven by this. It's, it's more driven by the, the service of accepting deposits from the public. It's also from companies, but uh, from, from individuals. This is, you can also run your B2C business with an SRO membership. If you have a crypto exchange, you can accept individuals. The law doesn't distinguish between B2C and B2B in this situation. Um, this is the easiest process. You apply for a membership with uh, the self-regulatory organization. Those self-regulatory organizations are supervised by FINMA, by the Financial Market Authority in Switzerland. So it's an indirect regulation. Um, 
the costs are relatively low and uh, I would maybe say in total between 20 and 30,000, depending on your business case. Sometimes you need a legal opinion. Or Swiss franc, isn't it? Swiss franc. Yeah, yeah. But it's in euro, it's a little bit less. In dollar, it's a little bit more. But we are quite, we're quite uh, around one to one. And um, the duration, I just had a conversation with the CEO of EcoF and he said three to five weeks. <laughs> in practice, maybe it's a little bit takes a little bit longer. It will be an in, uh, a meeting with VQF uh, in addition, where we talk about open points. Usually one or two things have to be adjusted or there is some room for explanation about the business case. And um, afterwards, um, you're a financial intermediary in Switzerland. So I would say the whole process, about three months in total, costs 25,000 Swiss francs. And uh, you're already fully regulated in a, in a jurisdiction of a very, very good reputation that can also cause some trust for your investors and, and your customers. Okay, so um, if uh, you require a banking license, is that mm -hmm. going to be more work and what, for example, um, businesses need to do in order to go to that next level? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So there is actually two kinds of licenses. One is the, the banking license that includes a security dealer's license. Um, this is a longer way. This is what Signum and Seba did in Switzerland. Also Bitcoin Swiss applied for a banking license, didn't get it so far. Um, this process, then we, we talk about, it's difficult to say. Some say we can do it in nine to 12 months. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, maybe more realistic is about two years. Uh, the, but then, of course, you have access to everything and you can offer all the services. Um, Switzerland invented a new license type directly by FINMA, not via self-regulatory organization, okay. but directly by, by the financial authorities of Switzerland, uh, which is called FinTech license, yeah. which is a, or in other words, a banking license light, okay. if you want to say so. Um, you're allowed to accept deposits from the public up to 100 million Swiss franc or equivalent. You can also put crypto in custody and then it doesn't count. This is separate. Um, so this license type became very popular. There are four companies that are licensed so far. And um, I don't know how many, but maybe around 10 in, in, the, in the making of. So um, this license type allows you to accept deposits from the public, issue IBAN for your, your customer and open a, a bank relation with the Swiss National Bank. So it's a limited version of a, of, a, of a banking license. The costs are higher, of course, uh, than with an SRO membership. So yeah, I would say in total 200, 250,000 Swiss francs. Still, it's not, it's not very expensive, but of course there will be costs for staff, premises, marketing whatsoever so the cost around it will be way way higher than just the costs to get the respective license and the duration we used to say it's between six and nine months to to, to get it okay well but it's still a baby step to get to, towards the the full banking license absolutely absolutely and i really like that license time Type became quite quite popular these days because you're going to be independent from banks and uh, this is one negative point in Switzerland. The banks do not really 
entered into into the crypto space they remain quite quite passive for the time being some some tried some smaller private banks started to uh, approach the ecosystem uh, we have to do crypto banks so there is banking services around nevertheless the vast majority of the banks in particular the bigger retail banks are very cautious with, with this topic and this of course opens up the fields for that kind of companies who go for a fintech license. Okay, so tell me a bit more about Crypto Valley because uh, you know setting up uh, a crypto business uh, in Switzerland is not just because you have maybe a clear uh, legal framework, but also because the Crypto Valley is there and uh, um, perhaps you can get support, you can get partners. What the Crypto Valley offers to mm -hmm, crypto mm -hmm. businesses coming in your, to your country? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Very, very good question. It's basically a, a full ecosystem that was built here in Zug, starting, as, as mentioned uh, before, starting in 2013 with Bitcoin Swiss and the Ethereum Foundation that came here. Of course, it took a while to, to get the respective reputation and, and brand. There's also the Crypto Valley Venture Capital uh, company here, CVVC, that uh, has a um, operates the CV Labs, which is a building where a lot of crypto companies found their domicile and get a, a lot of services. And it is, I'm, I must say, it's just amazing if you enter that building, how many companies uh, are there and uh, what kind of services they offer. So you have a full ecosystem in total. It's uh, the latest figure I have in mind is, is I think 560 companies in the crypto space in Zug, in the Crypto yeah. Valley alone, which, which is amazing. Uh, give you an example. I just uh, had an audit with a client of ours, and next door in the in the CV Labs there was a Cardano Foundation. So I knocked on the door, opened the door. Hello, guys, how are you doing? I just bought your coin. I really like what you do. Uh, maybe we can go for lunch, and you can. This is for me. It's like a little bit surreal. It's like if you go to the movies and you watch a movie with Ryan Gosling, and then you go to a bar afterwards to drink something, and he sits there. It's yeah. like. It's, it's really amazing that so many different players from all around the world are gathering up in the Crypto Valley, which is basically a village. In Zug, there are about 30,000 inhabitants. Um, so you can, you can walk. You can walk from Ethereum Foundation to Cardano Foundation to Bitcoin oh, uh, in, 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 uh, in 20 minutes. You're basically everywhere. You have the authorities, uh, you have the regulator here, um, which is which is amazing. And there's, of course, a lot of events, not during the pandemic, but now it's it's opening up again. We just had two coins that were announced here. There's one famous bar uh, where you can um, have your, your event. And uh, also in the CV labs, we just went with our students from University of Applied Science that are compliance officers who now graduate um, in, uh, it's called the Certificate of Advanced Studies in Digital Compliance Officer who now, um, well, it takes a while until they graduate, we just started, but we had a study tour in the Crypto Valley visiting all these players to get an impression what is going on here. And yes. it's, it's really, really amazing. Wow, it sounds great. Listen, is there any um, pain, pain point or anything where you think Switzerland still has to do some work on? Because everything you said mm -hmm. is great. Uh, I'm just thinking, is there anything else that you think uh, perhaps uh, you could do better or represent a challenge in this moment in time? 
Yes, yes. Of course, we're not the only jurisdiction who is open for, for crypto and fintech business. Um, so we have to reinvent ourselves uh, constantly. One, I wouldn't call it pain point, but uh, one open point is uh, the situation with banks. Of course, it would be very good to have a bigger retail bank, such as uh, Credit Suisse, UBS, PostFinance, Raiffeisen, whoever maybe also the cantonal banks here, um, that they would more open up in, in the field of, of crypto, be more open to open bank accounts, as well as for these companies in the, in the crypto field. That would be very, very supportive. Uh, on the other hand, of course, the Switzerland has, a very high, has very high standards uh, if it comes to uh, living com life comfort, uh, but of course it comes along with a, with a high price in addition so it is not the cheapest place to be yeah um, maybe you save some money with the lower taxes but uh, finding the right people working for your company is not the easiest and this is uh, some homework for Zug in particular even though it is quite close to Zurich which is of course uh, way way bigger it's also close to the kind of close to the airport it's maybe not even one hour by train um, okay. so there are chances to uh, motivate people from from other cities to come here to uh, to work, but uh, Zug is relatively small. Finding qualified staff is is not is not very easy. Yeah, I think yeah. that's uh, yeah is a big uh, challenge. Mm -hmm. So Jürg, uh, anybody that is interested in learning more about how to set up a crypto business, how they should contact you? We're definitely the right uh, person to be contacted if it comes to your business case that you want to build up here in, in the Crypto Valley. We have the network, we, we know who is doing what, what is the, the, the right service provider. Um, our, our contact details are on our homepage and um, we're also now on, on Telegram as most of the players in the, in, the, in the crypto field. Okay, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks very much, uh, Steffi, for, for having me. It's a pleasure.